Hello, and welcome to Strategic Insights, brought to you by Strategic Enhancement Group. I'm Susan Hall, Vice President of Performance Improvement, and today I'm joined by my colleagues, Bob Parks, who is Senior Partner, Strategic Enhancement. Hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Doing well. And also Tim Deitch, who is Senior Performance Consultant. Welcome, Tim. Thanks, Susan. Glad to be here. Great. Well, I'm really excited to have both of you here today to talk about a topic that I think is one of the things that probably trips salespeople up most. And that is every salesperson has had an experience where they've met the customer's stated business objectives, and yet they still didn't get the business. And it's important to know that there are two components to every decision that a customer makes about doing business with you. One is the task um, the business or logical side of the decision. In other words, you know, how can you help us grow our business by X percent? We need to you know, improve our profit by Y percent. But what they often miss is there's another side to their decision making, and that is the personal or emotional part of this. You, know, you may be able to show me that you can meet my business objectives, but if my team isn't on board or this isn't going to help me get the promotion that I really want, you're not going to get that business. So today, what we'd like to talk about are what we call task and personal motives. And there are four of each. The four task motives get to the business logical side, and the personal motives are that emotional part that's really going to help you differentiate your offering and bring value to the customer. So very quickly, task motives are around more profit, less costs, more quality, and less effort. Tim, can you tell us a little bit more about those? Glad to. I, I'll give you a brief description of each. Uh, the first one, more profit, is the one we most uh, identify with. That's simply we would like to grow sales, grow revenue. Right. Second one is less cost. That's money sensitive. These are folks who simply say, I need this to come in under budget, mm -hmm. right? So budget conscious. The third one is more quality. That's largely about productivity, right? Where they want to get greater results overall, better use of time. Maybe sometimes it's morale. Uh, they want to get a morale boost about what we're doing or longer shelf life to products. The fourth one is less effort. That is simply about being an easy to implement, a turnkey. It's a time sensitive motive that they have. Um, that allows that they want to make sure that whatever you're bringing is easy to access, easy to implement. Great. So more profit, less costs, more quality or output, less effort. And Bob, I know you've got some experience with this. Can you elaborate? Yeah, I think my experience is that most salespeople uh, get these. Um, some way, some form, they, they understand that the business or logic. The tragedy here is that they don't get the personal or the, the uh, emotional motives. And the interesting thing is that when those two come in conflict, so when a buyer is, is trying, to, trying to get both those motives satisfied and you have a situation where logic is coming into conflict with emotion, the interesting thing is when I talk to, all, to almost all salespeople that I, that I work with um, and I ask them, which one? is more powerful. When logic and emotion come into conflict, the answer is always emotion. And so it's important for salespeople to understand that this is not optional. That in fact, if I don't understand the, the uh, emotional um, 
personal motive, then I'm probably leaving on the table more than half of the sale. And I can satisfy a lot of task motives, but not satisfy um, the, the personal motive or get the sale. An example for would be that you have a client that um, um, is trying to buy a machine that you're selling. Um, your competitor um, has a machine that, that costs less. And um, your machine costs more, but the um, buyer is looking to get the approval, his personal motives to get the approval from his team. And they like your machine better. Well, you're going to get that sale because of approval, even though that particular machine costs more. And it's important for you to need to understand that so that you can sell to that. So you're saying that even though the task motives is, is maybe less cost and your competitor can meet it, the, the fact that you know that the personal motive is the approval of the team can help you win that business even though you're not the low-cost machine. Exactly. Wow. Well, that, that is pretty powerful stuff. So let's unpack more of that then around personal motives, which is the emotional side of decision-making. We're all human beings. We all make decisions for, for, again, both these task and personal reasons. So there are four personal motives, power, approval, respect, and recognition. Tim, can you talk a little bit about these? I will, Susan. I'll take the first two, which are power and approval. So first, power. This is the need for the individual you're working with to really have control over the situation or the process that perhaps the process of deciding what product or solution you'll go with. This is a person who tends to say, um, yes, if I'm going to be in charge of us bringing in this acquisition, then I'd like to see the following things take place. They want to be in control. So it's very important to Give them that control, and that's the language of it. Approval is almost the opposite of power. Approval is when they use the language of saying, well, you know, this is going to be a team decision, or I'm going to run this idea, concept by my team. And being able to know and understand that that this this the decision-making processes here may take longer but that the approval of the team makes for a stronger chance to win the, win the deal. That's why it's so critical to recognize that one. You know, and there's, and there's two more. <clears throat> the last two are respect and recognition, and um, they are sometimes confused. Respect is where the buyer wants to be uh, acknowledged for their expertise, for what they know, and, and they, wanna, they want everyone to know that they are the expert. And, and um, it's important that you uh, acknowledge that. It's important that you make sure that, you, that they understand, that you understand, that they are the expert, they are the professional involved. <clears throat> the second one is recognition, and that one is a little different because they just want applause. They want somebody who is in recognition wants uh, everyone to know that they are, they are in the position to make this decision. They are the one that's behind this. Um, and it's not about their necessarily expertise. It's just about, you know, the good thing, the great thing that they've, uh, you know, that they have uh, uh, done here. So that's really the, the, the four of them. Um, uh, how do we find out, though? Yeah, well, well, good point. I mean, that's, 
that's some of the most challenging part is drilling down and finding out what these motives are. So, Tim, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think the first part is preparation. Uh, one of the things the salesperson is really typically good at is asking fact-based questions. That mm-hmm. gets us to those business motives, right? Well, in, in this case, for the um, to understand what the emotional need is, is we need to ask uh, uh, feeling-based questions. And so without getting too touchy-feely, what we mean by that is this. Questions like asking them, you know, what does this personally mean to to you as we walk through this process. What's the type of experience you would like to have or I can ensure you have as we walk through the process of making this decision? You know, what are some of the consequences to you personally mm-hmm. of succeeding with this with this uh, the app, this application, this solution that we're going to bring to you? Essentially what we're saying is what's important to you person across mm-hmm. from me? Um, as we walk through this process. Yeah, and you need to have an element of trust, don't you, to ask these, these personal motive questions. And again, I think that may be why some salespeople are hesitant to ask them. But if you have the relationship, you know, why wouldn't you ask the question, so help me understand the impact of this project. If we do this business, what's the impact on you personally? You know, if it's successful, you know, if it's not. And it's interesting because I think a lot of salespeople shy away from that moment Mm -hmm. because they're just not prepared for it. Right. And so one of the things that's helpful to, to know is the power of those questions and to be comfortable with how the person receives them. So I, what I've seen is an experienced is two different forms of response. Like if I ask that feely question, like what would you person how would you personally most like to benefit from this? There's two things. One is you may get silence and that's OK. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they're thinking about it. They're not often asked that question. Mm-hmm. They may actually look at you confused and you can say, hey, meeting your needs is as important as meeting your business objectives. Mm-hmm. Say it out loud. The other thing that can happen is they they unload on you. They mm-hmm. say, oh, thanks for asking. You know, this is what's most on my mind. And they give you a lot. What what that benefit is, is you get to ask them back then, you know, of all that you just shared with me, what's your top priority? personally. Right. And then that allows you to hone right in on that motive and deliver it for them. Well, and think about how powerful that is when it comes to your proposals, when you present your solution, because you're able to tie the value that you bring directly to what is most of value to that customer, what's important to them from a task point of view, but also, which by the way, your competitors are doing, but also from a personal point of view. And that's where you can really differentiate. So we've, we've talked about a lot today, but to summarize, you know, it's, it's fairly straightforward to, to ask those questions and find out what those business motives are, but it's really worth taking the time to plan your discovery in a way that's going to make sense uh, for you to understand those personal motives. And Bob, I know you had some thoughts. Yeah, I think in closing, every salesperson listening to this needs to understand that if I don't want to deal with personal motives, I don't want to ask those questions that Tim talked about, you need to understand that that your chances of succeeding based on on business, logical, task motives – is less than 50%. Mm. So if you're having trouble closing deals, understand that it's probably because you're not paying attention to the personal motives. 
Right. Well, on that note, we will wrap up this particular podcast. But as always, if you'd like to learn more about motives or anything that we've talked about today, please reach out to us at strategicenhancement.com.